Happy 2022, everybody. We are back for the first top list of 2021. Yes. Welcome. First of all, happy new year. Uh, I'm happy to be here in my own domain, but (laughs) well, today uh, we're going to do the third top list I've ever done. The 2021 top 10 albums of the year. It's the third time I've done it. I mean, this is the first list of 2021 for the record. Um, There will be more. Uh, I have a new list coming. It's going to be a little different. It'll be fun. Uh, but, um, also top 10 movies, um, figuring that out still, uh, have a few films I still want to watch and might wait till the Oscar nominations. Like I said, uh, Gary, the Arita guy, I want him to have it come on with me and do it. So we're just figuring out logistics of all that. Um, but that is coming. Um, also, uh, the top 20 house songs of 2021 is coming up as well. Um, so that'll be a fun, uh, fun thing to do as well. So much on the horizon to look forward to, but first let's do the top 10 albums of the year, man. First of all, uh, I always like to talk about the music year, you know, hang on, let me tighten this real quick. <clears throat> there we go. Anyway, I like to talk about the music year as a whole before I get into my list of what I think is the best, uh, and the worst. Um, but I'm not going to, I don't do a worst list, so I guess just the best. Um, but before I get into the best list, I figured why not talk a little bit about the year? Um, you know, not a, not a fantastic year in terms of, of music. Unfortunately, I just haven't, haven't really been that blown away with a lot of these albums. But again, this is a, you know, the albums that I did pick are solid. They're good albums and you know, they're here for a reason. And I think you should check them out. Uh, I have a lot of different genres. Yeah. You know, that's kind of my thing, I guess. I like a lot of different genres. I like a lot of different, uh, you know, um, sounds, but in particular, as you know, I like house music, dance music, um, hip hop, R and B pop, synth pop, uh, trap, (laughs) um, bass you'll hear. Uh, but yeah, it's been just kind of a weird year, you know, concerts have been in and out. And with that, the music industry just hasn't been as inspired as it maybe has been in prior years. But I think, you know, with some of these albums, we're, we're heading on the right track. And and uh, it's definitely a better year than 2020 in terms of music. But again, it's it's nothing that uh, is uh, to be that excited about. I think, you know, for some genres, their best days are behind them. And for other ones, it's a lot very exciting on the horizon. But first, I want to get in some honorable mentions here. I have them written down on my cell phone. <clears throat> the first honorable mention is, uh, and I'm not going to go into much detail with these, just kind of kind of list them. Uh, but um, one is Spiral by Rez. Um, Rez is a, she's a uh, DJ from the Ukraine. She does a lot of heavy techno bass, uh, you know, music. Uh, you know, I, if you're, I would say listen to um, the song Spun on here. That's a really fun and crazy track on here. Uh, check that one out. And if you like it, then uh, I would listen to the whole project. I mean, it is kind of boring at times, which I guess is my biggest complaint for like a 40, 50 minute long album, but, uh, you know, not bad. Uh, next is, uh, for honorable mention, call me. If you get lost, Tyler, the creator, I know a lot of people are going to be like, why isn't this in your top five? Cause a lot of people love this project. You know, 
for me, uh, I liked Tyler's return to to hip hop, but again, I just didn't find this one to be as profound as Flower Boy or as um you know, Igor even, even though I think I might like this more than Igor. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I I need to listen to that project again, I guess. That's the problem with these Tyler projects though. They're kind of just so over the place that like, they don't really catch my ear as far as re-listenability, but I respect them a lot for what they are. Um, next, uh, in the final, um, uh, album, sorry for honorable mentions is, uh, Adele's 30. Uh, yeah, I've really liked Adele. I followed her pretty much since, you know, the late two thousands chasing pavements was a, was a great track and is a really underrated one of hers. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, someone like you rolling in the deep, you know, really great singles, great radio hits. She's got it going on, man. And, and she's definitely matured on this project a lot. Um, I really liked, you know, a lot of the range she used a lot of the, she, she also used a lot of ba- more background singers and instrumentation than she's been known for in the past. So um, I really uh, appreciated that on this album. And uh, yeah, there's definitely some great, great things. Uh, if you're an Adele fan, you'd really enjoy it. But I just liked it. Anyway, that's the honorable mentions. Now let's go into our albums. And for my number 10, the number 10 album is Olympia by Gorgon City. Uh, if you don't know who Gorgon City is, they're a uh, duo from the UK. They uh, make a lot of really, you know, clean sounding uh, house music. Um, yeah, I really enjoy these guys um, a lot. And, um, you know, I think uh, this project, although it is very bloated, it's an hour and 10 minutes long. And there's a lot of filler on this. Uh, the tracks that I really like. I really like uh, the opening track. Tell me it's true. Um, here, we'll pull it up. Um, here, I got it pulled up here. Um, yeah, here's the album. It's uh, nine, 18 tracks, an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, yeah, it, it, that's my biggest complaint with it and why it's not higher on my list is because it's just really bloated and long. And there's a lot of filler in this, but this track, Tell Me It's True, is really good. Oxygen, you've done enough. Love these tracks. I even like Dreams. This is one of my favorite tracks. Body Language, really enjoy that. Um, House Arrest. This was uh, the first single from the album with Sophie Tucker. Really fun track. This one though is the best track on here. Never Let Me Down with Haley May. What a great year for Haley May as a vocalist. Awesome work. Because um, uh, I like her on another track as well. Um, so more Haley May, please. Uh, yeah, loves this sweet temptation is all right. Yeah. And then, and, oh, nobody, this is another one I really like. This is like a really trancy spacey track, but I'll say this much about these guys. Like they're very accessible house music. They're, it's very pop, uh, you know, but also it's house enough, you know, and they have their own kind of, uh, corner kind of paled out where they're almost like this, uh, like I said, very pop inspired. They have a lot of pop vocals on here, but you know, there is and and the pop pop centered hooks on here. But again, it's, it's, it's definitely very house inspired. You could hear this in a club. I, I bet these guys bang. I haven't seen them personally, uh, but they're definitely on my list of, uh, I bet they'd be really cool. And they had a really cool set. I think it was them where they, they were, uh, on a boat going through the, the, um, the river in Chicago um, doing a set on the back of the boat, which I, I don't know. I can't remember if that was them or not, but it, I think it was Gorgon city. And, uh, that was really cool. 
Um, so yeah, shout out to Gordon City. Uh, that's my number ten. Olympia, I think you should check it out. Like I said, a little bit bloated, but uh, overall a pretty solid project. Next at number nine, is it? Got this correct? Yep, number nine is a surprise. I was not expecting to enjoy this album as much as I did. And although it's a tad long, I think maybe three or four tracks could have been shaved off this. I was pleasantly surprised. And uh, this is finally, you know, I've been kind of known in music. My musical taste is kind of contrarian. You know, people are like, you know, you don't really listen like a lot of the new pop, especially in hip hop. I've not really been a big fan of the, you know, trap wave of hip hop um, outside of, you know, some few, a few projects that I think are really special. Um, you know, I think the sound has become pretty watered down and generic and, you know, a lot of the auto crooning that we're hearing over, like those beats have just never really like connected with me, you know, with a lot of these new artists. But again, um, I'm always open to hear new stuff and well, let me get to this pick. It is number nine is planet her from Doja cat. Yeah. I really like Doja cat. I think I tweeted this like a couple months ago. Doja cat is like it's just, she's so refreshing for, for hip hop and, and pop music. She's really, a, really has mastered that blend of hip hop and pop. that so many, uh, rappers have tried to, 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 to cross over into, and only few have succeeded, you know, the Drake's and the little Wayne's and, you know, some of them, but, uh, Doja Cat is definitely uh, carving out a nice little pocket for herself, uh, in the pop scene. I mean, she's definitely more pop than hip hop in my opinion, but she definitely has flows. She's got funny bars, like, and that's all I'm really asking for. You know, I'm, like I said, I, I always say this and it's true. Like I, I look for fun and personality more so than like, you know, not everything has to be so dark and, you know, gloomy and, you know, uh, lyrical and, and have some, you know, political or spiritual message or whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be in an album for me to enjoy it. Sometimes it's like a little personality and that's what Doja Cat brings. This, this album's got a lot of fun tracks. Uh, woman is huge. I mean, half a billion plays right there. Good for her. She's got uh yeah, need to know this one. I think this is the one that's on the, yeah, get into it too. I think that's the one that's on the commercial. Um, and then you're right with the weekend. I really like this track. Options with Jid. Jid brings in a really good feature. Has some good singing on this thing, man. I really enjoyed this track. Obviously, Kiss Me More was a huge hit. Almost a billion plays on Spotify. Um, here, yeah, let me pull it up. Sorry, I'm looking at this. And, um, yeah, yeah. See, uh, Kiss Me More has got almost a billion plays on Spotify. So, um. Yeah, definitely a uh, a really surprising album. I really like this thing, man. And, and this is a fun album. And I was really surprised at how much I, you know. And I, again, I think there is definitely some tracks you could cut off here. Um, I like Need to Know, too. Yeah. This one's really good. Um, but again, I didn't like this Ariana Grande track, you know. Uh, and and uh, this track, Ain't Shit, could have been cut, maybe. or. I'm sorry, Imagine, that's the one thing. If This one could have been cut. Like, There's a couple of them that I just was like not a big fan of. But overall, I really like this this project. It's a pop rap album, and I'm, I'm excited to see what, what Doja Cat has to bring in uh, the future, man. Uh, it's crazy that I, I enjoyed this project as much as I did. But yeah, shout out to Doja Cat. She's really, she's really doing it. 
So yeah, that's my number nine, Doja Cat's Planet Her. Uh, now we're going on to my number eight. This is uh, an album that uh, I really enjoy, man, and, and and I've really enjoyed this artist for a while. Uh, really pushing the envelope as far as sound design and, and instrumentation uh, and blending those things together. And this album really just is what I was looking for from this artist, and that is Nurture from Porter Robinson at my number eight. Man, I I am really I'm really pleased with this album, man. It's a it's a really fun, upbeat, energetic album with a great you know blend of of dance music, progressive house, um, you know. There's some great string production, some great piano work on here. I mean, Porter really just brings it all into this really blissful, pretty uh, you know, album that I was really surprised with how much I enjoyed. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciated this album a lot. And uh, yeah, I really love this Look at the Sky. This is a great song to really kind of get you into the, the vibe of this album. Um, yeah, Get Your Wish is a great one. Um, I even like the the production on the Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do. And, and, and throughout this album, it's crazy because there's a lot of like really, uh, you know, glitchy sounding production. that almost makes it sound like your headphones are breaking at times, uh, especially on this track. Dulcife has some crazy sound design. I mean, I was really impressed with just, you know, Porter just seemed like he wanted to have fun. And my biggest complaint with Porter you know, in his career and as a lot of his albums is they're just too drab and, 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 you know, bland at times. Uh, but this album really, and I wouldn't say bland, I would just say really drab and like dreary more so than bland. I would just say like, yeah, really dreary. Um, I take back the bland. I don't, I don't think Porter's very bland at all, but I just think, yeah, the, the, the vibe of those just were kind of dreary and, 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 and boring at times. But this is really a fun album with some decent vocals Decent writing, but really amazing sound design. Really great work. And, and my favorite is something, something comforting, though. This track rocks, man. Really rocks. It kicks ass. So shout out to this track. Shout out to this album. Number eight on my list. Porter Robinson really coming through with a, with a, with a great project. So that's my number eight. Now we are moving on to number seven already. All right. <clears throat> Number seven is, uh, you know, a project that came out, you know, at the perfect time, I think, you know, in the, in the fall into the, you know, later into the year, but it was kind of a, a project that's been slept under the rug a little bit, in my opinion. Um, nobody's really talking about this project and I think they should be because I think it's, you know, it's a, it's probably the tightest, most necessary project of the year, in my opinion. And that is my number seven and this may surprise a lot of people. Happy Machine from Dylan Francis. I mean, you know, in this year, 2021 just being, you know, kind of a bland, boring, drab year, it was nice to have some albums with some fun and energy like Porter Robinson's album and now Dylan Francis' Happy Machine, man. Dylan Francis, to me, is just a master at this point of, you know, pop, EDM, I mean, there's no way around it. The guy is, has been really killing it for the last almost 10 years. And, uh, man, I, 
Um, it's crazy to see him just kind of go back to his roots here. And I don't think this project is going to push the envelope as far as like, you know, groundbreaking, you know, this is definitely music that you've heard before, but I think it's just very concise. It's very tight. Every song is like under three minutes and it's just, you know, it's very easy to listen to. It's only 20, it's only 19 minutes and 30 seconds. You could basically call this an EP, but I'm, it's an album to me. There's no EP next to it. So it's an album to me and it's perfect as, as, as what it is. Cause I think if this album, if these songs were all over three minutes long, they would overstay their welcome, but for the length that they're at, they're so effective. And, and it just, the, the whole vibe of this album works for me. Just the color, in the production even. And I love the piano work on this thing, man. Piano house. This is, this is your go-to piano house. If you've never listened to house music before, this is a really good album to get into. Um, if you want to listen to the really mainstream pop sounding house, uh, this is definitely your Avenue. And, and, um, yeah, it's a very accessible sounding album. It's probably the most accessible album on this list. If you're, you know, if you're not really even in the music that much, I would just recommend checking this one out. It's just a very easy album to listen to. And that's why I like it. You know, the, if this was, if this album was an hour, it would not be on my list, but the fact that it's 20 minutes and you can just buzz through it and really get a fun groove. I got to give them credit for that. Uh, you know, I really hope that this is kind of the the standard for, for house music. And I, and I, you know, maybe get a little bit outside of the envelope of some of the production on these, I would say, but which is why this isn't as high on my list is because it's not that experimental. It's just very much, you know, piano house, but it's just done so effectively. And all these tracks are so catchy. I mean, real love, super catchy over this with Haley May. Like I mentioned, she's been killing it this year. Great track. Only 200,000 plays. Come on, get that up. Um, yeah, man, I really like this album and, and nobody's buzzing on it. So y'all are sleeping on this one. Shout out Dylan Francis. That's my number seven, I think. All right, going on to my number, or I'm sorry, that, yeah, that's my number seven. Yep, okay, sorry, <laughs> that was my number seven, I got it right. Number six on my list is, uh, you know, maybe there's a little bias with this one, maybe there's not, but I don't know. Nevertheless, I, I, I this was the most, anticip one of the most anticipated albums of the year, and you know, there's been a lot of you know, buzz around this and especially with, um, this individual in general. And, uh, well, I might as well break it up. My number six is Donda from Kanye West. I, I really like this album, man. Yes. It's bloated, which is why it's, you know, where it is on my list, which is, you know, uh, at number six as opposed to number one. Cause I think if you made this album 30 minutes long and just put all of the best tracks on here, I would listen to this thing every day. But the problem is there's just so much, you know, to it. It's an hour and 48 minute project. I mean, that's just a lot. But man, the tracks on here, the bang, bang. I love Hurricane, you know, Off the Grid. The Donda chant even is just like, Donda, Donda. It's so cool. And like, it was just so hyped to hear this the first time. Uh, but again, you know, uh, I like Jonah, Junior is a banger. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, I love a lot of these tracks, man. And, and what a, yeah. Keep my spirit alive is, was, was a banger. 
And I even like some of these with like, uh, you know, the extra features and all that, you know, I don't like how Kanye's albums are kind of always living albums. And, and yeah, this is not my favorite Kanye project, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, for what this thing is, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, um, I, it was either going to be this or certified lover boy. And I, I like this more, you know, I, I think this is a, a more complete project than that is. Um, moon too. This is an underrated track. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot to like with, with this project. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always down for a new Kanye project. So number six, Donda. All right. Now we're going to number five on my list. We're getting to the top five. Uh, and this is going to be, uh, you know, a project that is going to surprise people, but I really, really enjoy this project a lot. And, um, it is, uh, well, Dreamland 2021 from Zhu. Uh, Zhu is an American DJ and producer. Uh, he is really one of the best live performances I've seen in a while. I saw him in Las Vegas in 2019. Uh, but I also saw him in 2015 in Chicago as well. So I've seen him a couple of times. He's super spacey out there. And look, you know, I get the, I get the criticisms that zoo get zoo gets a lot of hate and I get, I get the criticisms, you know, he's not the best singer in the world technically, but I get that. But honestly, his vibe, his production, the, the, the beautiful blend of trap and house music and dance music and, and hip hop, and it, it's all so uh, harmonious, you know, in the way he, he blends it all together. And techno as well. I mean, this guy is really carving out some interesting music. Um, and look, I haven't, I haven't loved everything. Um, you know, faded from 2015. Many people will probably know him for that track. It is one of the greatest house tracks of I've been ever. I love that track so much. Um, and even, you know, cocaine model and some of the other things on uh, that nighttime night, I'm sorry, night day, uh, EP are great tracks. It's a great project. Uh, but then even, uh, generation Y, I like that album a lot. There's some really great work on there. And even I like parts of Ringo's Desert, even though I think it's kind of bloated and a little bit boring at times. And some of the singing on there is pretty, ugh. but, um, overall, I just love the vibe this guy brings. And I think this is definitely his most complete project to date. I mean, lost it is one of the best opening tracks of the year. In my opinion, this thing freaking rocks this track, man. The bass on this slaps. Uh, his vocals sound awesome on here. He definitely has the weekend vibe. I get that, but it doesn't matter to me. I just, I think he sounds different enough for it to work. And I love this, um, this, this track, man, it's so spacey. It's so dope. And, it, and the bass on this is so hard hitting. Then it goes into distant lights, which is just an amazing track an amazing house track. So catchy, so fun. The vocals on here are great. I mean, when Zoo, when Zoo sounds great, he sounds great. And, and that's the thing, though. Like, sometimes he just sounds a little bit tone deaf on some of these tracks. He, he tries too hard, I think, on some of these tracks. He tries too hard to be a good singer instead of just 
you know, sticking in a, in, in, to a vibe, you know, he tries to go over the top sometimes and that's where I think he kind of falls off. And then blue dream is just another nasty house banger, uh, bass house banger, man. This thing is crazy. Um, and then you got, how does it feel? Which is a, a decent track. And look, there is some filler on here. Soko, Sweet Like Honey are two tracks I don't enjoy really at all. Um, but everything else on here I think is really good. And I, I can, you know, sit through these tracks enough to where, uh, I, you know, this is a solid project in my opinion. And uh, it's a good bouncing point for, for Zoo because, you know, Ringo's Desert just wasn't really that much better than, his, than Generation Y in my opinion. And a lot of people criticized him for that album. So it was cool that he made just this tight you know, project 45 minutes. Um, I love only him and, uh, Tanashi have a good enough, um, chemistry together. Uh, but I love this track Zudio 54. This track is an, probably the nastiest house banger on the project. Um, and then you got good for you with code of the friend, great feature, really catchy hip hop track. Uh, and then it goes into this nasty trap, song i need that which is just grimy and nasty and needs more plays man this needs more recognition uh love this track man uh yeah i need that man this this one the final track what a banger to go out on and that's the thing and the bass on this that nasty bro this album just has a really cohesive vibe you know Every track feels like it's supposed to be, you know, together, you know, outside of Sweet Like Honey and Soko, which I, they do fit in the album, but they're just weak. Um, but outside of those two tracks, man, this whole project is pretty solid. It's a solid house and trap album. There's a lot to like here. And yeah, I think this, this album needs more love. And actually, uh, on New Year's Day, Zhu dropped the, um, he released the deluxe version down here, as you can see. So... Yeah, you can check that out as well. I checked out the tracks on it, but like, um, you know, yeah, I, I think you should check it out. Now we're going to number four. Number four on my list is uh, an album that I think a lot of people are going to be surprised I really enjoyed. And, uh, you know, I think it's the best pop, one of the best pop records of the year. I think it's probably, num it's the number two pop record of the year for me. Um, and that is Olivia Rodrigo's sour. <laughs> yes, folks, believe it or not. I really like this project, man. This chick is really talented and she's a good writer. I mean, uh, and, and she absolutely blew up in 2021, the 2021, this chick blew up. She was on the high school musical show or something. I don't know much about her to be honest, but I really was impressed with this track uh, tracks, this collection of tracks, this album, 34 minutes long, very concise and just a really great breakup album. Uh, and, and an album about maturing and, and, and growing up and having to, you know, deal with heartbreak and all the things that, you know, humans have to deal with. Uh, yeah, really, really, really powerful and, and well done project from Olivia Rodrigo. I was so surprised with how much I like this thing. Um, yeah, I mean, Brutal is a great opening track. Trader is so catchy and, and well done. Uh, you know, Driver's License is obviously a huge track. Not one of my favorites on the project, but I, I appreciate it and really like, you know, the message. Um, one step three forward, three steps back. 
yeah, good track as well. Yeah, all these are really good. Happier, though, is my favorite track on here, man. This track is so good. It's a amazing breakup track. One of the best of the year. Um, and uh, if not the best of the year. And then, um, obviously, you got Good For You, which is, you know, the, 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 the pop. Definitely 2000s, you know, punk rock inspired. Um, and that's the thing. She has a good, you know, blend here of pop, of just traditional pop balladry uh you know punk rock inspiration um you know with a couple of these tracks brutal and you know good for you but like you know the, this is just a really concise project i was pretty pretty surprised with how much i enjoyed this uh, and this is definitely like uh you know an album worth listening to it's only 30 minutes you know i think it's worth your time All right, now we're on to number three on the list already. And the number three was an album that I just recently listened to. Um, it was released on Christmas Eve. What a Christmas present this was from a legend of hip hop, a legend. And um, a guy who had an absolutely amazing year for him, his career in hip hop, and that is Nas's magic this track this album is fantastic I have to say man I love this project and had it come out I'm not going to penalize it for that but I feel like just I haven't listened to this enough for it to be high enough on my list and there's just two projects I like more than this but man and I feel like if this would have come out earlier I would this would be number one because this project is amazing the production from hit boy on this is wow and look Nas you know Nas has gotten you know his fair share of uh you know crap after life is good which was a very poppy album from wow a decade ago it's crazy it's been that long um you know very pop and poppiest album of his career you know people are like Nas is falling off you know there were people saying this and, and then after Nasir came out, people were like, Nas is, Nas is going to be back after this. He's doing it with Kanye. And then, you know, a lot of people were underwhelmed by the album. I still defend it. I like the album a lot. I just, yeah, I agree with people's sentiment that, like, they're not really beats that fit Nas. And, you know, they were just a little bit too wacky for Nas to really ride on. But, um, you know, uh, you know, I like Nasir and I, I defend it. But then you got, you know, he had the Lost Tapes, which was just kind of a collection of projects. And then, um, obviously, King's Dead 1, which I thought was fine. I liked it. It just, you know, for me, it was a little bit bloated. And then King's Dead 2 came out uh, in 2021. And this was a much better showing uh, from Nas. And this almost made my list, but I had to pick this project after I listened to it. After this came out, this jumped ahead of King's Dead 2. Because... Uh, uh, I love King's Dead too. I just think it's, you know, a little bit too unfocused and, and a little bit long for its own good, in my opinion. I do like the project a lot, and it was close to being an honorable mention for me, but this, this project is the truth, man. This came out on Christmas Eve, and what a Christmas gift, man. This, this project's the truth, man. 29 minutes, nine tracks, all bangers. I mean, from Speechless, that nasty, nasty production on Speechless, man. Wow. What an opening track this was. Really set the tone, and Nas just comes in with the with the grown man bars, man. 
Nas is really one of the best rappers of all time. You can't say he isn't. And I personally, I like Nas more than Jay-Z. I know people are going to hate on me. I love Jay-Z, but Nas, man, Nas does not get enough love in my opinion. Uh, and yes, he has, you know, made bad albums, but so is Jay-Z. And I think Jay-Z's bad albums are worse than Nas's bad albums. My opinion. I know I'm going to get crap for that, but that's my opinion. Nas though, man, this freaking project is fantastic. And for him to be in his forties and making projects like this, yikes, man, the sky's the limit. And then meet Joe Black. What a catchy, nasty, nasty boom bat banger this is. Um, and then you get ugly, which switches the vibe up and is this chill, slick production. Uh, but the Hollywood gangsta, this is my favorite track on the album. Hit boys production on this is top notch, man. This dude just wow. It's, it's definitely the, one of the best hip hop tracks of the year. There's only one that I can think of as better than this from a production standpoint. And, and I, I may even have to think that over because, uh, this, this is the truth, man. Hollywood gangster is the best track on this album. If you're going to listen to anything from this album, this is the track. Uh, Wave Gods with ASAP. What a great ASAP Rocky feature. DJ Premier coming through with that sample-based production. You know, cutting in, intercutting all the vocals from classic hip-hop tracks like he always does. Super dope. Uh, and then Dedicated. What a nasty banger of a track to end on uh, with a great beat switch. So, I mean, this this album, man, from top to bottom, there isn't a skippable track on this thing. Um, and, yeah, it's a grimy street legend getting after it man hasn't missed a step and that's the thing Nas the bars have always been there it's always been the production that has been an issue for me on his projects but this is some of the best production Hit Boy has done ever I think and I'm not the biggest Hit Boy fan in the world um but I I like Hit Boy and I think this is probably some of the best work Hit Boy's ever done I mean from top to bottom and I think he produced this entire album and as soon as Nas was really working with Hitboy, he worked with him on King's Dead 2. And those were my favorite tracks on King's Dead 2, were all the tracks he did with Hitboy. So having a whole just straight Nas Hitboy project that just drops in the middle of, you know, right before Christmas, I mean, out of nowhere. And, and this is, and to be this good, man, what a surprise. So shout out to Nas. Magic is my number three. All right, number two. We are down to the top two, folks. This is it. And for number two, we have uh, what is one of the mo one of my most anticipated albums of the year. And man, did it deliver uh, an amazing combination. Uh, and that is Sil An Evening with Silk Sonic. By Silk Sonic, who is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac. Man, oh man. Wow, what a great project this is. I, I was I am so happy uh that this came out when it did, man. Right in November time, I think. And this is just a great homage to the 70s, you know, funkadelic, uh, you know, uh funk brothers. Motown inspired all over this thing, man. I mean, from the Bootsy Collins features and vocals on this thing, which set the mood right off the bat, um, to leave the door open, which is one of the biggest R&B singles of the year. So classic, amazing vocals on this thing. I mean, this tracks off the chain. 
Fly as Me is such a fun bravado flex track uh, that come, sounds like it came right out of 1976. Uh, After Last Night is my favorite track on here, though. This thing with Thundercats production, that amazing Bootsy Collins intro, and some of the best vocals on this entire album. I mean, Bruno Mars sounds amazing on this thing. I love the verses from from Anderson. They they really, and that was my thing, like how good is their chemistry going to be for an entire album? Man, they delivered. This project is so fun. It's just, it, it knows exactly what it is. And, and it captures such a, an amazing time in music with so much creativity and excitement. Um, Smoking Out the Window is a great, you know, breakup-ish kind of track. Really fun. Uh, got a lot of personality on it. Put on a Smile is this great, you know, uh, you know, track about, you know, putting it together and, 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 and sometimes even if you're not, you know, the relationship isn't working out to just kind of, I guess, work it out <laughs> by putting on a smile. And then seven, seven, seven has some fun, you know, rapping and, 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 you know, vocal work. You can just tell how much fun they were having making this. And then another track I love is skate. This is a really fun disco track. Definitely the most disco sounding song on here. I wish there was more of this kind of, these kind of songs on here. And I, I hope they do more together. Maybe this is just a one-off project. Maybe it's not, but, um, and then yeah, blast off is a, is another really fun, solid track and a great way to end the project. This is such a, such a delight. This project was, um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed it. And I love these two guys working together. I love the homage to, to the seventies, with that funk all over this thing, man. Uh, incredible production on this great vocal work, great layering, great singing from both these guys. Uh, yeah. What can you say, man? The chemistry's there. Everything worked on this album, really just a top notch R and B, you know, pop record. It's my favorite pop record of the year, even though you could argue it's probably not a pop record. And if that's the case, then yeah, Olivia Rodrigo's would be my top pop record. But you know, if you want to consider this a pop album, which I would, um, then yeah, this is it. But nevertheless, this album's dope. That's all I got to say. And at number one on the list, man, this is it. This is my favorite album of the year, uh, of 2021. And, uh, yeah, I listened to this when it came out. I was so excited for this project because I love the producer I love the, the 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 rapper on this thing together. Uh, on this, they delivered and and brought one of the most interesting, hard hitting, grimy street rap albums of the year. Uh, and that is the plugs I met too, by Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud. Yep, I. Yep, this is my number one project, man. I was so excited for this album when it came out. I love Harry Fraud, as you know. If you watch my top 10 albums from last year, you would know I love Harry Fraud. Um, and I love Benny the Butcher, as you know, if you watch my top 10 albums from 2019. Benny is one of the best street rap lyricists out there, man, in terms of flow bars. I mean, this guy is just so clever. One-liners, punch, you know, punchlines. He can be funny. He can be serious. He can be hard. He can be scary. He can be 
he, dude, he just, he's, he really is the complete package as far as my concerns for what I like, man. And I love the sound of his voice, man. And the, but, but mixing that with Harry Fraud's production was just a match made in heaven for me. And I've listened to this project so much this year. It had to be my number one, I, just for replayability. Um, and that is, yeah, like the, like I said, the plugs I met too. Let's break it down. First track, when Tony met Sosa, it's just a nasty, nasty saxophone sample beat on this thing, man. And Benny just goes in with the bars off the bat. And then overall with Chinks, Chinks, rest in peace, on the hook for this thing, man. I love this track. And the beat on this is nasty. And then you get Benny rapping on a trap beat here with 2 chains on Plug Talk. And 2 chains is one of the funniest verses on this thing, man. Uh, Live By It, which is this really hard-edged, you know, gun violence track, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm a sucker for, for gun talk, and maybe it's, you know, the inner libertarian coming out of me, I don't know, but uh, I love tracks with gun talk, and, you know, tough talk, when it comes to my hip-hop, I like grimy shit, I don't know why, I just do, but then uh, Talking Back has a really catchy hook, and some great production, and a, a really funny verse from Fat Joe, where you Make, you know, pokes fun at the Wuhan virus and a bunch of stuff. It was silly. Uh, but my favorite track on here, no instructions. Just Benny and Harry at their best. Man, this track is grimy. Grimy. And it is awesome, man. I love the production on here. The string samples are amazing. And... Yeah, I don't even know where he got this sample from, Harry Fraud, but this is beat is my favorite beat of the year. Hands down. This beat is just in this song, it's very drab and serious and dark. But I love it. I don't know why, man. I just it's it's so good. It's so well written. I mean, yeah. Really great work. And then longevity with French Montana and Jim Jones. Yeah, French Montana, not not the best feat. Definitely the weakest feature on here, but um, him and uh, Rick Hyde probably have the weakest features on here, but they're not even that bad. But Jim Jones comes in with a dope verse on this track. Um, and then Thanksgiving is just an awesome, awesome final final track. But there isn't a skippable thing on here. This album just really has it all, though. It has the grime. It has the, the you know, the dark, you know, weathered sound that, that, that Benny brings to every track he's on. But, you know, with that, you get the really sleek, almost, you know, Scarface inspired production, a very, you know, Miami Vice sound that, 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 uh, you know, Harry Fraud brought to some, you know, tracks, you know, albums like, uh, like, um, the ones he did with Currency. So, yeah, um, really great work, man. I really love this project. And, and, and the Plugs I Met series, man, has really been solid in my opinion. And it's almost been as good as the Tana talk series, <laughs> which Tana talk four is coming for Benny. So I'm excited to hear that. And hopefully we get some Harry fraud production on there, but um, yeah, that's my number one. And with that, that is my list. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And a shout out to all the artists out there making music. Send me your stuff. Send me, if you make albums, send them to me. Maybe it'll make my list. Maybe it won't. But I'll I'll give you my thoughts at least, you know. Uh, and yeah, shout out to all the artists out there making music, man. Whatever it is. I don't even care. Even if it's a genre I don't. Even if it's country, which I don't enjoy. Go out there and make the music you want to make. 
seriously and, and 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 just because it didn't make my list doesn't make it not good you know this is just my opinion these are just the things i enjoy so you know if you disagree that that's you know your problem but um yeah that's all i've got man thanks so much uh for a great 2021 thanks for all the love and there will be more lists to come so this is just the beginning of the top lists more to come be excited and uh yeah i'm gonna try and do the next list top 20 house songs probably in i don't know the next couple of days so be on the lookout but if you're watching this in the future what up and uh yeah peace out thanks and bye